Welcome to The Faithful Servant, a podcast reaching you in the midst of your battles where you can find hope, joy, wisdom, and healing. My name is Eric Howland, and at the end of the day, my hope is that I can hear the words, well done, my faithful servant. Welcome today to this week's episode of the Faithful Servant Podcast. How many of you have a word for 2023 in which you try to work on in your life? You know, for me, my word for 2023 is patience. Uh, Because, yeah, we all need more patience in life. However, the word that best describes me is the word perseverance. The Oxford Dictionary defines it as doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. So my question today is this. Are you someone when things get difficult, do you push through or do you change course? See, how you look at the difficulties determine the path in which you choose. So I'm going to just open up about a couple personal stories. Uh, Most of you guys have probably heard these if you've listened in the past is just a quick synopsis of my time as a business owner to illustrate perseverance and why I believe that this word is destined for uh, my gravestone. So in 20 or 2009, uh, we had two partners. My dad and I had two partners that one had bought out. They didn't agree with how things went. 2010, they finally accepted the offer and took that money and decided to open up competing businesses in those markets. In six months, I lost 80% of our customers in those markets and had to close two of our more profitable locations. 2011 comes, the flood of the Missouri River happens, and that cost us a half a million dollars in business that year. 2012 comes, and the drought of 2012 was as bad as the Great Depression time and that cost us one and a half million dollars in business. So in a three year period between having to close two stores, a drought and a flood, we lost an annual revenue of almost $4 million, just gone. You don't just replace that. So 2013, you know, We had some other circumstances come arise when our bookkeeper of the time was proven that she was embezzling money. 2014, we had to change course. We got more out of the wholesale side and put more of a focus on our retail operation and being more an automotive repair business rather than a tire business. That came with its own challenges. 2020 comes and we all know what that was though those difficulties happened I never changed course to give up 
because I knew that this is what I wanted to do. And I knew that if the hard work was there, the dedication was there, the vision was there, I get the right people in place, this will be successful. Yes, it took 10 years. It took a lot of just sleepless nights, but I persevered. And my faith in God, because of that perseverance, is immense. It's so big right now when it comes to a payroll week and we're looking at what we need in cash. I'm like, I believe God will provide for us. He always has. So that perseverance that I have portrayed and pushed through has grown my faith in God. You know, another aspect of this is persevering through just relationships and wondering, okay, do I stick through it? Do I, do I fight for this? Is this what God wants for me? Well, I have to be patient during this time. But that patience will create perseverance to get through this difficult time. So you may be asking, well, what Bible verse is he going to use this week? James 1, verse 2 and 3. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. See, perseverance is a character trait that God wants us to have. But in order to get there, in order to have that faith to keep pushing forward, we have to go through trials. See, nowhere in this scripture does God say you're not going to face any trials whatsoever. It states quite the opposite. Whenever you face trials of many kinds. And see, and my therapist and I, we just actually just got done talking about this is that aspect of many kinds. Sometimes it's hard to fathom because we think in life, okay, I got through this and that has prepared me well for the future trials. And here is that future trial and we're not prepared for it because our past experiences did not prepare us well for what we're going through right now. So it almost feels like we're at a starting point all over again. And what we talked about today is I don't think it's so much the, the act or the occurrence, the event that happened that is the trial. 
We might have lost something. We might have lost someone. Those are the events that happen. But the trials that come with those events is our emotions. It's all the stuff that we would rather put in our backpack and not have to deal with. Those are the trials. Those are the things that God wants us to be able to manage and understand and prepare us for the many trials that come. See, when I look back at Country Tire and the struggles that we had, all those things were events that happened. But the things that I didn't talk about when describing it was the anger, was the sadness, was the anxiety. All those feelings, those were the trials that I had to overcome. All those emotions for 40 some years built up, I had to overcome. So when James is talking about this is all those many trials is builds up this perseverance and that faith. It's being able to understand the feelings that are associated with each event and be able to work through them, be able to manage them. That's the overcoming. Can you overcome the sadness that comes when you lost someone special? Can you come overcome the anger that resides when you find out that someone you trusted stole a quarter million dollars from you? Can you overcome the anger of people taking advantage of all the kindness that you have given them? Those are the trials that if you overcome, you're well prepared for any trial yet to come. And I want to spend the rest of this time hitting on three aspects of this verse. The first one where James says, it's imperative that we take joy. We find joy in our trials. And if you're anything like me, that is a hard thing. I'm supposed to find joy in the aspect of losing $4 million. I'm supposed to find joy in being alone again. Th 
no. I, I fought that and fought that and fought that with God. You want me to be joyful in this time? Yes. <laughs> and then my conversation back to God is why? Why am I supposed to be joyful? And his response back to us is always this, because I have a purpose for you. And that's where you find joy is understanding what God's purpose for you during this time is. And sometimes we won't find that purpose until we get towards the end of it or we are out of that trial. Then we recognize what that purpose is. So when I look at all those years that uh, Country Tire was struggling to just get by, I didn't truly understand what God's purpose was until towards the very end when it became very clear. Having faced those trials helped me be a better business owner to be able to manage money better and to be able to trust God better. God took a huge amount of time and a lot of headaches a lot of sleepless nights a lot of stress and said I want you to trust me more that was his purpose Those trials created a character, though, within me, an integrity not to give up on something just because it might be difficult. He created a stronger faith in me that though it may be difficult, I knew God is for me. In the waiting period, God is for me. God is working for me even when I don't see it. Because I was looking at, you know, 2020, I'm coming into the year. We've had a couple decent years. We're building on the momentum that we've had. And I looked at my bookkeeper and I said, we need to change the way we pray. I'm tired of praying, God, give us what we need. So we changed our prayer to, God, we need an abundance and we have faith that you will give us. And he's completely just surprised us with COVID. And saying to us, now, trust me. And through our trust, through our faith, through our perseverance, you all know the story if you've listened in. God provided an abundance. 
And I'm a firm believer that it was because of our faith. It was because of all the perseverance that we endured over these last 10 years to be able to get to that point. Which brings me to my second point. Patience. In the process of our trials, we must be patient. God's timing is different than ours. What we see before us is not what God sees before us. And the more he needs to get you to his purpose, the longer that trial may be. The bigger the perseverance and the faith you may have to have. But when you sit back and you ask God for that wisdom of what his purpose is during this time, it's a lot easier to be patient. And God is a God that is generous with wisdom if we ask. And so when I sit here and think of the pro process of waiting and being patient on God's timing, I've been stretched. I feel like there's days I've been ripped apart. <clears throat> and yet, I still rely on God. Because I will wait one more day every day. Because God is for me. No matter the timing. but we have to be able to get to that level inside of us to be patient. And when I think of what that looks like, it has nothing to do with those days that are bad. You're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. Patience isn't necessarily saying every day is a good day. Patience is saying, I don't know how you're going to do this. I just know that you are going to do this. Patience is standing on the rock. and not letting the wind blow you in a certain way. 
often wonder how I can do it. How can I wait for someone? How can I wait for country tire to turn around? It's because I don't let the wind change my direction. I stand strong in my belief. And I stand strong in this. In verse 12, blessed are those who persevere, standing the test. See, I stand on that promise that God says, if you persevere through these trials, you will be blessed. Now, I'm not here saying that that, that that blessing is a financial blessing or a relationship blessing. Quite the contrary. What I'm saying is God is going to bless you for your perseverance. He's going to instill in you a character to be able to face trials as they come. And I stand tall and I stand firm knowing that my God sees all of the hard work. He sees all of my tears. He hears all of my cries. When I feel like nothing is going right, and notice what I said there, I feel. Because like I said, said, and I will remind you, our trials are about how we handle our feelings. Events are going to happen all over the place. But blessed are those who persevere through those feelings, those hard feelings, those angry feelings, those sad feelings, those anxious feelings. Blessed are those people who persevere through them. For they stood tall. They believed. Their faith was big. So I challenge you today. Number one, find joy. And how do you find it? Ask for the wisdom to understand what God's purpose is in this. Number two, be patient in the process. It's being able to say that, God, it's on your time, and I trust you. And then sit back and wait for God to move and show you the blessings in your life. So as you go today, my prayer is that you take a look at the trials that you're going through right now and ask yourself, am I joyful in them? Do I have that joy knowing that God has a bigger plan for me? 
Maybe it is to make you a better business owner, or maybe it's preparing you to be the best version of you. Either way, God has a purpose. And he also has a time frame on working to build you up, not to tear you down. So when you are at the end of that trial, you're going to be able to look back and see a version of you that you never believed could ever exist. And there your blessing will be there waiting for you. And you'll hear the words, well done, my faithful servant. <laughs>